Sammy, going back to our roots tonight, brother. Yeah, I see that. We are going to be DC and PGAF in the house tonight, kid. Let's go, let's go. All we're missing are some uh, little Ben's Chili Bowl. You know, maybe that. maybe some wings fried hard with a little mambo sauce. Yeah, nobody knows about mambo nobody sauce. Nobody knows about mambo sauce. You know what, Sam? No trickery tonight. I'm just going to quote DC's favorite son, Chuck Brown. Let's go. You ready? Yeah. Because we feel like busting loose. Busting loose. Give it a show now! Yeah, come on. Hello and welcome to the Drunkard United Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League as told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me is the trifling Samuel Graham. Sammy, yeah. how you doing? Yes, kicking it old school. I'm doing vicious, show. Her. How you doing? You a trifling ass, Bama. That's all I got to say. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> oh. my, my poopies are going to be trifling because my, my wonderful wife fed me lamb this evening. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, we are recording at Studio H, just outside our nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Be sure to subscribe. Rate, review, and share with your friends. Should you want to chat with us, there are many ways you can. Sammy, tell the good people how they can get in touch with us. I will. I do want to apologize for hitting the table on our intro there, though. Every time I do a go-go beat with my mouth, I have to like move my feet and beat them, and I need the table. You got to hit on the table. You got to. That's just how it works. <laughs> that's with how, a go-go yeah, beat. that's how go-go is. Um, yeah, sure. You want to get in touch with us at Du Football Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and then Du Football Show at gmail.com. Alrighty, Sammy and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry, and we both have a deep, passionate love for distilled spirit. So, as the red-blooded Americans we are, we vow to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every show. Sammy, tell the good people what we're sipping on tonight. Yeah, we're sipping on a couple deuce deuces, a couple big boys, bombers if you will, Mm -hmm. tall boys of our favorite cheap beers, Miller Lite and Ice House. Got my Ice House House right here. Uh, But the main thing we're sipping on. The spirit that is getting us going is Alizé Original, or Alizé Gold Platinum, L'Original. Yeah, tell me about it. It's a delicate balance of intensely flavored and aromatic juices of the exotic passion fruit and premium French vodka. Comes in at 32 proof and will run you around 20 to 25 bucks on the shelf. So why are we doing this? The reason why we are doing this, every time we put posts up on... uh, Instagram, we always throw in hashtag cognac. Who likes our Instagram post every single time? Alizé original. Neither one of us sell Alizé. This is completely because we are whores. You give us likes on <laughs> yep. Facebook, we will pimp your shit. That yep. is all there is to there it. We go. And what's great about it is it tastes like I'm 16-year-old again in a parking lot. Uh, not that we encourage underage drinking because, of course, we don't. However, we both partook in it many moons ago. To this uh, nicely colored beverage. Sammy, you don't know. This beckons me back to my days of uh, nightclub bartending at uh, Home Nightclub and Fur Nightclub. Fur Nightclub working in the mafia room on go-go nights. Yeah. Slinging, sounds, slinging yes. thug passions like there's no tomorrow. Little Alizé and Hennessy mixed on ice. Yeah, baby. Yes. That was my life back in the day in the 90s working as a bartender. Classic. Let's have a great show, brother. Yes, sir. <clears throat> All right, only one place to start, Sam. With all respect to the North London, Manchester, and Merseyside derbies, they are not the Northwest Derby. Nope. Liverpool 3, Manchester United 1. Sammy, what's your thoughts on the match? So, 65% percent, why do I always screw that word up? Right. I say it every day. If you just keep 
going through it like I do, and you, I know, I'll, I won't catch it. Remember, I don't know how to speak English. <laughs> True. Sixty-five uh, percent possession, twenty-six total shots with eleven on target. Uh, to United, six total shots with only two on target. Thirteen uh, Liverpool corners to just United's two. In my opinion, Liverpool completely deserved the game. They completely bossed the game, and at times, Man United couldn't even get out of their own half. But don't you think that's almost what Manchester United wanted to do? I mean, that was a. a I, I would say uh, until the second goal, Manchester seemed to have them right where they freaking wanted them, it felt like. Yeah, but. Um, and actually, that 26 should have been 36. I fat fingered that, I think. Okay. Um, it was. They do, but there wasn't really any rhyme or reason. Liverpool was coming so hard. That at times United couldn't even find Lukaku trying to break out. Right, Lingard was back defending, um, so they didn't have an, a real outlet. A lot of times they were just clearing out for throw-ins around midfield or very hopeful balls just to clear their lines, um, which Allison and Virgil Van Dyke uh, and the greatest defender in the world, Dejan Lovren, who <laughs> uh, <laughs> blazed over from seven yards, um, they were very easy to deal with. You mm-hmm. know. At that point, and only two shots on target, that's a little difficult. One of them was the spill uh, where Allison decided to pull a Pickford, and uh, the other one was the goal that immediately followed. So their two shots on target came within two seconds of one another. Wouldn't well. one want to say, since Allison doesn't more than Pickford, perhaps uh, Pickford pulled at Allison when that happened? Allison um, did it twice. Yeah, yeah, and Pickford's done it once. I guess. Yeah, um, you know, but he'll do it again this season. But you know, hey, look, it's important. Mistakes happen. It's no big deal. <laughs> Good thing the Liverpool fan base has always shown such class and grace when it happens to another club. You know, that's I the sense a little it's, bit of it's what it is. It's what it is. No, no, no. It's not bitterness, my friend. That is a dig. That's that, what that is. That sounds like. <laughs> that sounds like if Malort could talk. That's what it would sound like. <laughs> <laughs> Soft and sweet. Yeah, USI, but still punch digging. you yeah, in the gut. Exactly, yeah. That's um, exactly right. It's, you know, it, it was a gaffe. Fortunately, they were able to recover from it. Um, you know, Manchester capitalized. I uh, Until until the two, you know, goals from Shakiri, which, you know, we'll get to Shakiri in a second because him as a sub and what he's offered them as far as depth is it amazing. Completely surprised me. <clears throat> but but let's face it, that was two deflected goals to give them that three to one victory. And they were they were pounding sure, but De Gea was on form. De Gea had himself yeah, for a match. Season, yeah. He looked good. And it, again, the defense was constantly in front of everything where they where sure there were a lot of, a lot of possession. Sure there was a lot of shots but as I'm watching the second half of this game, until that goal happened, I was like, it could be a 1-1 draw. That's where my head was the entire time. Yeah, it, as as much pressure as Liverpool was putting on, I was just like, oh, the Mourinho's going to Mourinho the Mourinho out of this. Yeah, you know? it, it looked like that that was likely, um, to be honest. But both of Shakiri's shots, I think, would have found the target even without the man. Maybe the second goal, not. The first goal, I think it was, De Gea was at full stretch anyway. Right. Um, and it was on target, which is why he was given credit for the goal. But he rifled that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think De Gea would have gotten to it. And it was a little bit fortunate to go off the underside of the bar and end up in the back of the net anyway. Um, but I don't think he would have skied it like Loverin did or, um, yeah. uh, you know, uh, inside the six like that. I mean, they, they were clean hits um, that, yeah, took deflections. I think the second one, De Gea may have had covered. 
but I, I still think Liverpool deserved the victory overall. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, we both kind of called it the same way. You called it exactly on the score. You said 1-1 at the half, and then Liverpool pulls away at the yeah, end. Yeah, and Mourinho'd my prediction. Yeah. There's a famous story that says that at Porto and at Inter and at Chelsea the first time that he would have meetings with his assistants and say things like, they're going to score somewhere between 20 and 25 minutes. We're going to go 1-0 down. And then we're going to make this adjustment, and this is going to happen, and then we'll walk out of there 2-1 winners. And, like, sure enough, they would go 1-0 down on 22 minutes, and then in the second half they would make an adjustment and bang, 2-1. It was, like, uncanny how many times uh, in meetings with his assistants pre-match mm-hmm. he would say these things. So um, looking at all that, it was a great match. Um, you know, I, I – I'm I'm not trying to defend Manchester United, but you go into Anfield, you played them tough, you lost, but it wasn't a horrific effort out of you. But still, you can't help but look and go, you have arguably one of the best players in the world. He was sitting on your bench to start your number one rivalry, and he never even got on the pitch Yep, against your number one rival. Yep. And... and one of them is going to be leaving in the offseason. Uh, and, and the... the the shit show that's just floating around them constantly. It's its impossible. It, it, don't try to open the beer slowly. Just go ahead and open it. We like ambient noise, especially when the ambient noise involves alcohol. We, we like that kind of ambient noise. And then you always get pissy about my ambient noise, though. So, um, but y- y- you can't help but sit there. to wash down the great flavors of passion fruit. Yeah. You can't sit there and help but just notice the... The absolute shit show that is Manchester United currently. Yeah. 11 points out of uh, Champions League spots right now currently, right? Yes, I believe 11 points um, outside of the top four. Last season at this stage, they were only one point behind Liverpool. And sure, it's their greatest start in club history and blah, blah, blah. But I think they're 19 points off the top, which is an insane amount. And they're also two points ahead of us. And along with being two points ahead of us, you have a better goal difference, though. They're a minus two goal differential, and we're no, a plus zero, three. No, they brought they're, it even. Oh, they yeah. brought it even, even with the loss. Yeah, they were at plus two. Oh, okay, and, and came back. Okay. Came back down. Yeah, to so zero. it is zero. And um, okay, so so back to what I wanted to mention before with uh, Shakiri. Um, I think we all thought at the start of the year this guy was going to be a problem. He's never been motivated. He's never wanted to play for a team. He's always thought he's bigger than the team. Well, he was at Bayern Munich at one point in his career and then ended up in Stoke. Like. Yeah, and he always, and we just figured, okay, great. You went ahead and got him. He's, you know, use him when you can or until yeah, he maybe, becomes Maybe a- somebody gets hurt and, you know, he has to fill in for a couple games or there's a suspension. Okay, great, but he'll never see any real time. He's turned out to be a godsend for them. Yeah, absolutely. I think he's directly responsible for four or five points uh, that they've gotten this season with his goals coming off the bench. Yeah, just unreal. I mean, yeah. I, I credit to him, and they got him on the cheap, too. And, and he's, he's working hard. Like, he he tracked back and tackled for a couple of balls uh, that, that he lost or deflected crosses or what have you. Um, he came back and, and won the ball back for the team. Is that a product of Klopp? He finally found it a manager be. he wants to play for, that like somebody that really well, motivates what he does. It could be Klopp. It could also just be the stature of Liverpool. He finally feels valued. Where, you know, some people don't thrive in the big fish at a small pond. He's a medium to medium plus size fish in a huge pond. But he was at Bayern. You want to talk about being at a big No, no, no. Club. I'm talking I mean, about his at his time with Stoke. Right, right. Just yeah. the club he was at right, right. before yes, this. Of course. Um 
to not being like, I deserve better than this. I'm too big of a fish for here. You know what I mean? And he couldn't get himself up for games. It also didn't help playing for Tony Pulis and Mark Hughes either. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and head into the other side of uh, Manchester. Still has their eyes on a Premier League title. And they did it quite impressively. Manchester City 3, my Toffees 1. I think Richarlison should have done better uh, for a player of his quality with that first chance. Oh, absolutely. And I should have been for, in the back of the net. Yeah, for you guys, um, especially as good of a header of the ball as he is, yeah. I don't know why he chose to jump and try to volley it. Yeah, should have just That screen diving it. header. Yeah. It cool. was about nipple height and you know, just bang through it, get the maximum amount of power. It would have been, you know, perfect. Game changes completely there. A- if, absolutely. If, if Everton's up one nothing, suddenly all the doubt starts to creep into exactly, their team. Exactly, because they, they just start- lost that last match. Yeah, precisely. Um, so that, I mean, that I think has a huge effect that you didn't score first, and if ever you needed to, this was the game. Yeah. Um, but other, I thought y'all played well, uh, but City just kind of, you know, steamrolled again. Um, I liked what Marco did going with, uh, with, uh, three in the back and then having the wing backs and kind of, mm-hmm. you know, he removed, uh, uh, Adrisa Gay from the game and had, um, had, uh, um, Gomez and, um, uh, Gilfi playing kind of the holding midfielders right. with, uh, um, Bernard. And he ended up going with, um, um, it wasn't, uh, he didn't start Walcott. He brought him in as a sub. I thought, um, he did, he did start, uh, 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 bring him in as a sub. Uh, he started Lookman. He started Lookman, and then he had uh, Richarlison up top. No, he started Calvert Lewin up top, and he had Richarlison on the on outside. The, on the outside, yeah. yeah. Um, sorry for for forgetting that. I blanked for a moment. Um, <laughs> As somebody that really cares about his club. Oh, piss off. <laughs> we um, it, it it was we had our opportunities. Um, I mean, we 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 had opportunities to score. We didn't take advantage of them. We made probably a couple, two, three mistakes. Those couple, two, three mistakes are why we lost three to one. You're going yeah. to go play. You're going to go play at City. If you make mistakes, you will give up goals. That yeah, absolutely. Just, I the mean, they're, they're by far the most ruthless team in the league mm-hmm. in terms of their finishing. Um, by far, I, obviously. Good, good to see Gabriel Jesus for City to finally start scoring. <sighs> that second goal. Wow. That was the, one of the most powerful headers I've seen for a long time. I mean, and, that dude must have the Cristiano Ronaldo thing or you strengthen your mouth or neck muscles or whatever it is by lifting a toothpick that has weights on the side. And Pickford, and Pickford even <laughs> guessed it right. Pickford. Oh yeah, he he knew it just, where it was going. He went for it. He knew exactly. It was already. Just, it was already, already past there. Him. Yeah, <laughs> it was in the back of the net before his hands really even got up. I mean, just and not no fault of his. It was just very strong. So, um, looking at this, then I would say this is what Liverpool's going to need to start getting used to is that they're now in the driver's seat. So they're now right. going to get to understand what City has dealt with for the last season and a half, where everybody's trying to chase them. Now suddenly, right. now suddenly, next week's game at Wolves, just a little bit tenser, just a little bit exactly. tighter. It's, it's all a, from here on out squeaky bum time. Right. For them. If, for, and, and because if you don't make a mistake, if you get three points every week, you win the league. Right. No matter what. You, exactly. You, get, you win the league. Yep. The only time you could drop points is when you play City. If, as if you share points, I'm saying. not to, you, you draw instead of win. That keeps you both in the same positions. So you win out or you win with a one draw, you win the league. This is not so. We've seen Klopp, since he's been at Liverpool, lose two European finals. 
so getting over the line so far hasn't been a strong suit. He lost the Champions League final with mm-hmm. Dortmund as well. So we'll see if any doubt starts to creep in, any tinkering with the team, any, you know, being nervous or, I mean, he looks like the happiest guy in the world, but we'll see what happens. Jose Mourinho at his absolute brilliance in one of his pressers goes, yeah, you know, it's nice to be a really liked manager. I would prefer (laughs) be a winning manager because I've won a lot more titles and I might not be liked, but I'm okay with that. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's the truth, you know, and not many players in that team have won titles. Yeah. So I'm just going to go ahead and get this out of the way. I expected to do it. Here's my Malort. It's not going to taste as bad. Why? Because somebody else has one in their future. For those of you who do not know or are listening to the show for the first time, Malort is god-awful in a bottle. It's terrible. And um, every time one of our teams lose, we have to do a shot of Malort. Thanks I'm, for us. I'm doing it. And uh, for the first time since we've instiga- instituted, I'm sorry, not instigated, Instig- instituted <laughs> the Malort rule. You're <laughs> Yeah, I am. You That's still like trifling. You still trifling. Um, we, <laughs> this would be Sam's first night of having to do uh, Malort, but we'll get to that a little bit later. So uh, cheers. cheers. Here we go. God, it's so bad just even watching Oh, it. my God. <laughs> As I say every time and I'll say again. It's like earwax threw up. That's exactly what it tastes yeah. like. It tastes like throw um, up bile. Uh, one last... And what's even great about it, as much crap as we talk about them, they love us on social media. Oh, yeah. Every time. <laughs> when when I start, whenever I, I posted that you were going to, I was like, haha, I won't mind doing a shot of uh, Alizé. I won't mind doing a shot of um, Malort this, um, this weekend because I know my partner in crime has to do it too. Liked by one person, Carl Jepsen's Merlot. Yeah, Retweeted right. by one person, Carl Jepsen's Merlot. Yeah. <laughs> it's just wonderful. Um, one last thing, and then we'll move on. Um, so a little interesting side story I didn't know. Pep um, actually makes all of his players learn the native tongue of the country that they are playing in. Uh, Gabriel Jesus apparently did not speak English. And Pep told him, you need to learn how to speak English. You're in England. You are to do interviews in English. Yep. It, it it adheres you to the fans a bit more, and I think Pep understands that. Um, and it just makes you respect and, and dive into the culture a bit more, of course. Well, you were telling me with Pep, like, what, I think seven he, I languages? I think he speaks seven languages fluently. Uh, I'm pretty sure of that fact. Um, and then, like, speaks it on the pitch to oh, yeah. all of his players, So while you're, while you're learning English, mm-hmm. right, he's in training. If you're not really understanding what he's saying and your point doesn't get across – he literally will just switch languages and explain to you in your native tongue what you're doing and how you're supposed to do it, and then turn over. You know, so he's looking at Gabriel Jesus and speaks Portuguese real quick. Mm-hmm. Then he looks at David Silva and speaks in Spanish real fast, like a second later. Yeah, without missing a beat, just boom, boom, boom. Then he turns over to Laporte and tells him in French what he's supposed to do, and then he re-explains it in English. And then go ahead, let's go, let's see it. Hey, it's wild. It's it's just kind of funny because we, you know, as Americans, we have our own thing. We're like, oh, well, America, speak English. Please. Speak American. Yeah, speak American. Right. But it why do just, I got to push one? Yeah. Right. But but you look you look over there. At, like, I mean, that's that's quite commendable oh, yeah. to be like, hey, look, this is the league you play in as a professional. Absolutely. You need to be able to communicate and adhere yourself with the fans. Like, this is this is what you will do. Oh, by the way, I don't just tell you to do it. I, I could speak your language. I could speak his language. I could speak every damn language, and I'll do it whenever I need to. Because that man's coached in Germany. He's coached in Spain. He's coached in England. Yep. And he it doesn't stop him. He Not took a year-long sabbatical in New York. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it, it's pretty cool. Very, very cool. It's awesome. 
in this week's Oh! So that happened. Chelsea 2, Brighton 1, Spurs 1, Burnley 0, West Ham 2, Fulham 0, Watford 3, Cardiff City 2, Wolverhampton 2, Bournemouth 0, Palace 1, Leicester 0, Newcastle 1, Huddersfield Town 0, and in the Saturday midday games, our own Sam Graham didn't watch any of the games because he was off getting a spa day. For real. What the actual f***, Sam? You were getting a spa day instead of watching soccer? Yeah, I was. My lovely wife, again, um, saw that I was beginning to fall apart with the end of the year being a liquor salesman uh, and doing some very self-destructive things. You <laughs> so s- you suck it up, you don't cry, you drink a bottle of whiskey like a grown man. I did. And That's you, why we and, had the spa day. And you and you have a stroke and you work through it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, so we had some fun. Um got couples massages, uh sat in a hot tub for a bit, and then I chilled in the men's lounge, uh which is a place that Robert Andrew has and actually caught the last 15 minutes of the afternoon game. Oh, wow. So <laughs> Well done. <laughs> uh, let's get into the game since you don't know anything about them. Well, this one happened on Sunday, but you might know a little <laughs> bit about it. Um, so Brighton looked good at home. Um, not a game I think they were expecting to win. Chelsea went out and did exactly what they were supposed to do and beat them. Yeah, you know? the, the first goal was a little unlucky. Uh, Hazard with a great shot, but a fa- fantastic block. But then mm-hmm. Hazard just reacted faster and is faster than everybody else. Yeah. So by the time the Brighton players knew what was happening... He was one-on-one with the last defender and just slid a brilliant ball. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a shot. He intended that pass. Um, and Pedro just with the easiest goal he'll ever score in his life yeah. uh, at the back post. Uh, uh, offsides? No, I don't think so. You don't think Marcus Alonso is offsides on that Oh, goal? oh, oh. On Marcus Alonso? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. May, yeah. Where he runs into the six-yard box and the goalkeeper steps out to him. The center back steps out into him, and the ball goes completely across the face of the goal where Pedro taps it in. Like, yeah. So he, yes, he was off himself. They, they say they're going to say he wasn't going to. Right, they're going to say that he didn't. He didn't play the ball. He wasn't quote unquote involved. But he definitely affected the play, and by that piece of the rules should be offside. In the last few years, the Premier League has come out and said, you know. Oh, you have to play the ball, or which is this year's thing, or last year's thing was you have to affect the play, right? Or like it's it's no one can really decide what they want to do, and it's a little bit ridiculous, and it's the most unclear rule in the laws of the game, right? Because earlier, because in the game we talked about earlier, Manchester United and Liverpool, right? Early in the game, ball comes through, Romelu Lukaku swings at a ball that. Never touched it. Never touches it. Yep. It goes into the back of the net. They say he was involved in the play. And if I, I, I tell you, if you took both those plays and watched them side by side, Marcus Alonso affected that goal way more than Rom did with his swing of the foot. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it really wasn't a distractor. It wasn't anything that hung up. Allison was already diving to the corner when Rom... To the wrong corner. Right. Yeah. When 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 Rom swung his foot. Yep. So it, it really had no effect on it. Where the Alonso one... Literally, the goalkeeper and the center back both went to him as the ball went past to a wide-open Pedro who tapped it in the back right. of the net. And I would uh, agree with that for the most part. Oh, but it, it seems like Chelsea's raided the ship. They're just, yeah, they're just rolling yeah. at the moment again. So, um, in next match, uh, Burnley plays shutdown defense and unfortunately gives up a late goal. Um, 
I would say this is encouraging, though, for Burnley, because Burnley is finally playing Burnley soccer. They won 1-0 the week before. They lose 1-0 to Spurs at, you know, at Spurs. Like, it, it, this is... Yeah, Joe Hart actually looked like a decent keeper yeah. again. Yeah, this is what it needs to be for Burnley. If they are going to be this every week... I think they're going to get themselves out of the drop zone and be safe. Yeah, as long I, as they're this Tot- team. Tottenham were a bit wasteful, though. Um, they Quite. could have scored four or five, but Joe Hart again did bail them out a few times. We've you know given him some some um, some digs this season. So credit to him this week. He he did well and kept Burnley in the game. But they didn't again. They didn't really create much. I was going to say I don't they tend to not do. I don't see what the commentators and what the pundits on NBC have been saying. They have been like raising Joe, Joe Hart. I'm like, really? Like, you and I, I have been just on, ripping like, him. ripping him. And they're like, oh, yeah, he's been a great signing. I'm like, He hasn't done no. anything. Yeah. Uh-uh. He's, he's, like, doubled their he, goal total for he, an entire right. year in, he in may half a be, season. He may be the best signing they could have gotten at the time. But as yeah. soon as someone's fit. Which he, one of them is fit? Eisen's fit. I, I believe you still agree with me that yeah. he needs to be dropped. And uh, Oh, absolutely. Excuse me. Uh, one of them need to come yeah, in. Heaton needs to be in. Pope is still a few weeks out, but Heaton yeah. should certainly, I think he should be starting. Me too. Um, now, here's something something kind of funny, and I didn't know this, and I thought found it kind of interesting. We've been dogging Spurs quite a bit, and you, naturally, being a gooner, are going to really extra dog on them. Mm-hmm. But we keep saying, oh, they're too thin. They didn't sign anybody. Uh, and, like, a single injury will destroy them. They've had 13 injuries so far. To major starting players in their lineup, Erickson, Ali, Trippia, Dyer. They've 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 had major players, and Sam. This team's in third place. They're moving along, like and with games mostly away from home. Yeah, they're going to start playing a bunch of games at home. I mean, I'm I'm ready to say, you know what? I'm going to stop saying it's all going to fall apart. Uh, it, it may very well. They may get dogged and tired by the end of the year, but it's you know. We we made it sound like if they had a single injury, it was going to be the end of the world. They've had a bunch. It hasn't affected them. They're they're doing just fine. So, in my opinion, I'm, I'm not going to hold my hands up yet. Uh, but in my opinion, they have gotten a little lucky in the fact that none of their injuries has been like major, major. So it's only missed two or three games or two or three weeks um, uh, for each individual player, and none of them have happened. At the same time, um, where we'll come on to what's wrong with Arsenal at the moment. Yeah. And basically, you know, fielding a third string, everything, uh, it seemed like at times. Um, but so they've been, you know, replacing one player for these top sides. And I, I never said that Tottenham weren't class, mm-hmm. but replacing one player is different than replacing three or four. It could throw off the balance of your team. Um, but. Really, I think Pochettino could be in the running for coach of the season, uh, manager of the season, the way that he's managed his club, and and, and really all credit to him um, for what they're doing. I'm still not going to hold my hands up yet because the wheels could very well fall off and it could change in a heartbeat. Uh, my opinion's been changed. I, 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 You know what? Proof is in the pudding. They've been playing well. Towards the end of the season, they're going to have a lot of games at home, probably with their new stadium. Like that's gonna. I I think they're sitting in a good spot, and I'm starting to think they are absolutely going to be one of the top four teams. And unfortunately, to your team's default, like I I really thought I really think you guys are having an amazing season, but 
Like, I don't think it's a fight between you and Spurs for spot number four. I think it's a fight between you and Chelsea for spot number four. Yeah, uh, that's that's possible. Um, we'll see what happens. So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm I'm gonna be a man and stand by my principles, though. Okay. And uh, if you hate Tottenham, clap your hands. I hear you. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> um, so uh, for no good reason, last weekend I picked Fulham because there is no good reason to pick Fulham. I'm a moron. I shouldn't have picked Fulham. Um, and I know I'm going to pick him again this week, but that doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I'm going to agree with the first point. So, um, But Fulham's performances are getting better under Ranieri, uh, but Fabianski was in top form. I mean, they were huh. through one-on-one on goal twice. Yeah. And Fabianski, uh, Fabianski bailed, them, uh, bailed the West Ham defense out. So they are creating chances, but they're so, so soft at the core um, of that team and of that defense. West Ham – Maybe three or four chances on target for real. Yeah. And scored with two of them. It, yep. You know, just better. They look like they've been in the Premier League before. You know what I mean? Just a little bit more ruthless and less naive. Dare I say Fulham ran into the buzzsaw, quote unquote, that is West Ham. They are winners of four straight. And I in their last, in their last, in the, I did too. In their, in their last seven, one loss, one draw, five wins. Damn. They've, they've that's fixed it. And you want to talk about a team that's hurt. Right now, yeah, they are missing a lot of guys, but one, and including one of those two, doesn't count is Jack Wilson. Yeah, two of them straight up impact players. Yeah, you that's know, true. With not having an Altovich right now, and and Yarmolenko, yeah, Yarmolenko, yeah. yeah, those are directly, especially when they lost Yarmolenko, was when he was kind of the only guy really carrying it for them currently at that point. Yeah, exactly. Um. um <clears throat> Next game, Watford beating Cardiff. Um, Watford jumps to a big league early. Um, couple of brilliant goals. The what first. a day of you run. <laughs> Reminded me of Jerry back in the days with the Toffees when he uh, <laughs> he would have moments like that, and then he would have one of them against us, and, if I recall. Yes, he did. The day we gave your daughters the uh, fairy wands, um, <laughs> I think it was. But the I didn't want to bring that up. <laughs> the but but then he would have like just like weeks of disappearing. But yeah. my god, I mean, those fl- flare players tend to do that. I mean, granted, it wasn't from midfield to goal line, but from 18 to goal line, that was a little Diego Maradona-ish. <laughs> yeah, that thing was just a... stayed on his foot. He was dipping through people. And yeah, just if you could shrink Maradona down anymore, it, that would have been a mini Maradona, yeah. I'd say. That's um, fair enough. You, but something not to be overlooked. Um, Watford goes up 3-0. Cardiff finds two goals. They get two. Um, and one of them from uh, Hoylet. Oh, It was just wow. like last week's. Wow. <laughs> yeah. He did the exact same. It was like yeah. a carbon copy. It was brilliant. Like, the, the guy's finally finding form. Absolutely. You know, he's always been I one mean, of those players would... we go, he's going to be amazing. He's going to be amazing. Yeah. And he just never seemed to. And he was he was pretty good at QPR years ago. He was pretty good yeah. at, at some of the other clubs that we've seen him for. And he was, when he got relegated with those clubs, was brilliant in the championship. Yeah. Um. It just He's a good, technically gifted player, but he's. You know, disappears again, just like De La Feu d- kind of disappears from time to time. Those those two goals, making that goal differential one and not making that goal differential one and not um uh, you know instead of it being three, making that goal differential um making that goal differential minus one as opposed to minus three. I'm sorry, guys. The record skipped. Everybody, uh, Sam. Sam's trying to reach for the bottle of Malort, and no, I wanted the I'm, bottle of Alizé I'm, and the Malort since it's coming up. I am going to graciously pour you your shot of Malort, my All friend. Right. I, I, I wish to, I wish to in, 
you know, indoctrinate you into the club, you know, make you make you one of us as All you right, drink well, your sit, my lord. Sit past the Alize then, will you? Heard. But um okay, getting back to the real <laughs> the, the real point is good on Cardiff for getting two points because goal differential will mean something. Goal differential will mean something. Yes. And a game like that, when you look at oh, they stayed up because of goal differential by one goal. That game is why you stay up. Yeah, exactly. Um, they're not, you know, as much as we've gave them flack for the first, you know, most of the season thus far, they're really starting to find their form in front of goal. Problem is they can't sort their defense out enough. So, you know, they're going to be losing a lot of these, you know, 3-2 or 2-1 or, you know, what have you. Um, and hopefully they can kind of shore their defense up because I love seeing Neil Warnick. Yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> he is um, fun to watch. <laughs> Especially him complaining about uh, trainee referees uh, afterwards is very yes, funny as well. That was uh, that was the, very funny. Give that an old Google uh, or an old YouTube search and uh, very, listen to that because it's pretty funny. Um, so uh, just kind of wrapping up the last two matches of the Osa that happened. Um, Palace clearly we know nothing. Um, last week we talked about how Palace and Southampton are dead in the water and they're both going down and they both suck and there's no signs of life. They both won this week. We know nothing. Yeah, I mean we don't know a lot. You know, I don't know why people you you know put their hard earned money down on what we say, but that's what happens. You're going to be a stone cold winner, baby. <laughs> <That's> what- <laughs> I got a tip from a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy that once brushed a horse's mane. I got a horse right here. His (laughs) name is Paul Revere. That's yeah. Um, But I do want to shout out real quick to uh, Milivojevic. Uh, Wow. One of of the very rare times that a crowd eggs a player on to shoot from distance and it actually comes off and goes in. Yeah. Uh, If you you know you always hear that shoot. Yeah, you always he hear did that, it, and it upper nineties, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. <laughs> Simply encouraging the fans to keep yeah. yelling "shoot" when you get the ball at midfield. Exactly, the yeah, rest of the exactly. season, <laughs> and it normally ends up in row Z. Yeah, you know, Everton had a a, a right back called uh, his name was Tony Hibbert, who never ever 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 scored. The minute Hibbert touched the ball anywhere on the offensive half of the field, the entire fan base would scream shoot. Yeah, <laughs> Every good. single time. <laughs> and uh, Newcastle's win over Huddersfield Town. Uh, Rafa being Rafa. Rafa finding the right place to get a point. Yep. Got got his point. Did what he's supposed <laughs> to do. In the first half, I read something ridiculous like Huddersfield had 89% possession mm-hmm. in the first half. Wouldn't surprise me. Created absolutely nothing. <laughs> they had maybe two chances. Debravka spilled one and then and then Welcome uh, to a David. A- Got his own David spill. Wagner side. I mean, yeah, it was absolutely crazy. And without Aaron Moy to truly unlock the Newcastle defense, it was a bit unlucky. Yeah. And he won't be back till February. You got to start to worry for them. That is, that's definitely going to hurt them. You also got to start worrying for Wagner then too, if that's the case, because I have a feeling they're going to start dropping some games. Yeah, exactly. And well, I mean, not start. They have been. Um, the uh, uh, what's his name? Damn it! Forget it. Oh, um, Solomon Rondon. There that's you it. go. Finding form. Yeah. There we go. Well I'm, done. I'm back. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're not. All good things must come to an end, Mr. Graham. Victimized by the new manager bump. In a game that my wife called the Nutcrackers versus the Army Men. Oh, my God. Mr. Graham, I'm just going to let That's you go. ridiculous. Southampton, what Army wears mint? Southampton 3, <laughs> Arsenal 2. Mr. Graham, the floor is yours. First off, (laughs) 
like camouflage and stuff can be intimidating, right? Fluster. When when properly worn He's and already dark flustered. green this is and beautiful. you know dark in color and scary looking. That mint does nothing but scream Martha Stewart decorated my bedroom. <laughs> it was and terrible. You, and you can't even get the mint Ugh. right because the cherries have better mint. Yeah. I know. I can't believe I have to talk about this shit show. Um, but I will. So, Mustafi and Socrates suspended. Holding and Mavropanos both injured. Kalazanak injured. Ramsey injured. Uh, which gave way to a back three of Granite Xhaka, who's boneheaded uh, and slow. Laurent Koscielny, uh, our actual club captain, who's been out for six or seven months, um, played two or three under-23 games, um, and that even they were darker. <laughs> she she wrote me a note that said, the toy army men. Yeah, what, after I forgot them in my pocket in my pants when I was a kid, and my mom washed it, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, any, sorry, Koscielny hasn't played in six or seven months. And has never played with Steven Lichtsteiner. That gave way to their first two goals. Okay, hold on, um, hold on, hold on. I got a couple of problems there. First off, it's your spirit animal. So how the, how could that have gone wrong? No, I'm talking about and, their communication. And, and secondly, I would like to quote. I would like to quote one Mr. Samuel Graham, who very very definitively said, "The minute we get Kachelny back, our defense is going to be perfectly fine." Yeah, because he gave up three goals to Southampton. Jack off. He, he would have had Socrates next to him in an, under normal circumstances, and we would have gotten rid of the Mustafi curse. It would have been fine. What, whatever but, you need to tell yourself to sleep at night. Anyway, that's between you and your God. Back to back to proper uh, proper analysis. Um, your team sucked. So uh, you made me lose my place, Dick. Rattled. So, <laughs> Ain't it a bitch when somebody does it to you? So Koscielny and Licksteiner um, basically didn't communicate as to who was picking up uh, Danny Ings. Neither one of them did in the end, and Danny Ings, to his credit, drifted perfectly into the space left between them and put in two good headers of different styles. Uh, one cushioned looping to the far corner, which you couldn't have held it in the corner any better, uh, the second goal there. And the first one, a little bit more of a, a direct hit. Yeah, a couple um, of braces early on. Yeah. You, you brace from Ings, a brace from uh, Mkhitaryan. Yep. Uh, the second goal from Mkhitaryan is kind of lucky, to be honest with you. It was like the second one from Ings, right. um, to be fair. Uh, and then stupid Charlie Austin. You know what that wasn't? A joke. You know what yeah, was well, a joke? was our defense. <laughs> Your defense was a, was a joke. It was a joke. Bert Leno put himself out of position on the initial ball down the line for whatever reason that he was never going to get to, took four or five steps to it, then had to backtrack and, of course, missed the ball by millimeters. Oh, so you're telling best. me your goalie made a mistake. It was terrible. It wasn't oh. as boneheaded as Pickford's. Man, it's it's awful when your goalkeeper makes yeah, a mistake. Yeah, I know. Reverse cost, dunking it onto that, my crossbar that, is the same thing as misjudging a cross. That cost you yeah, a game. Because maybe it. if he was in position, or I mean, or I don't know, maybe if you had a better center back out there. You Pickford know, was in not, position. Not, not Koscielny. I mean, Pickford just, was in position. I, 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 just, I just know you lost. That's that's all I know. Koscielny should have had a run out of 10, 12 minutes at the end of the game when we were 4-1 up. The other problem with our team right now is the lack of intensity from the forward players. So not only the injuries, we had our entire regular, yeah, mostly regular starting forward line and, and midfield, and we couldn't create a damn thing. It was absolutely ridiculous. I was very pissed. I, I you know, they deserve the shot of Malort. I don't, but I guess I got to do it anyway, uh, and hopefully not anymore for a while. So. Here. 
for you, my lord. Enjoy. Bottoms up. <laughs> you gotta fill. You gotta fill. Talk. Uh, <laughs> no. Look, I mister, I only back. talk if I can hear myself. I am walking back oh. to put on my headphones. <clears throat> and they've just magically gotten twisted, which, man, that sucks. And now I need to adjust my mic again. And, God damn, and I besides, haven't had that in so long. And besides, oh. there is nothing I could have said, nothing I could have said that would have been more brilliant than the sounds that just came out of your mouth right oh. now. I still taste it. <laughs> Oh, I've already so- taken two sips of beer to try to wash it down. I can oh, still taste it. You're going to taste it for a while there, killer. It ain't going oh. nowhere. It's going to stay with you like a nightmare. It's going to remind you all night tonight that you lost to goddamn Southampton. You know the other thing Sorry, that pisses Russ. me off? You know the other thing that pisses me off? Mm-hmm. Mesut Ozil, when he came in after not playing for essentially a month, was completely anonymous. Mm-hmm. KD Lang's got a good Fortnite career going. Yeah, exactly. The- just sucked, dude. I <laughs> just sucked. I'm so pissed off. I, I I don't even know what's what's going on for real. I you know I, I just think it was misfortune. Uh, ultimately, you it it was oh. the new man. It was the new manager bump. You know, first game at home for a new manager. Typically, you know what else I heard? What they filled the fans full of free lager before kickoff. Yeah, they did. To create a more festive atmosphere. Well, thanks. Smart on them. Yeah, Smart on them. But it's you know it's it, it's it's what it is. There's look at the positive. I can't believe I'm actually going to try to bring you up out of this uh, pit of misery that you're currently in. Um, this would be a regular occurrence over the last six years with Banger. Yeah, that's true. This is the exception, not the rule. Now, what's great though is. Um, I still have, uh, and I'm still leaning on seeing Aubameyang score twice, uh, and I think Alex Awobi, if I remember correctly. Um, back in April, when I was in Europe, uh, bouncing around, I did get to stop and see Arsenal play Southampton and win 3-1. to There you go. And, you know, one of Wenger's last few games in charge. So, I'm still holding on to that feeling. I think we'll be fine um, in the long run. Uh, and I'm I'm hoping that we can go on another little run uh, starting on Wednesday uh, in the League Cup against uh, Twatnam. There you go. Alrighty, kids, it's time to tell you what little we know. It is prediction time. Uh, not a bad week for each of us. Mine was one game better. Um, Mine was exact score, two games better. Yeah, you go. Uh, so, so you would have won more money with me. Well. That's for next season, Sam. Uh, <laughs> Sam went six and four to now advance to eighty-four and sixty-six. I went seven and three to now advance to ninety and sixty-two, making me now four games better than you. I seem to recall a few weeks ago you were one game better than me, and then you were. I, think I mean, we, I was I one I game it, better than you. I think I made it back to even, and then two. And then three, and now four. It's just much, it's one stupid game every time. Much, much like our golf game, oh, I'm walking off go. into the distance as you begin to here choke and go. become a shankopotamus. Yeah, right. Shankopotamus. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dad, you could say right. You start spending <laughs> all you of your time. screwed up Lewis Dunk's name a couple weeks ago. You start spending all your time in the woods looking for balls as I'm walking down the fairway, getting bogeys, and beating your ass. <laughs> 
because I'll never get pars. I'm I'm a shitty golfer. You're just a <laughs> shittier golfer. All right. So we're going to have some Friday night lights this week uh, as top of the table Liverpool are heading to the Molyneux to face Wolves. Um, a side that just handed Chelsea their first defeat of the season at home. So you got to be feel- thinking they're going to feel a little randy and want to go after this one. I think they'll give the Reds a hard time, but ultimately I see Liverpool winning 2-1. to one. I've got Liverpool 3-1 because they have been putting the ball in the back of the net recently, but I see um, it taking a while to get there. This is going to be a fun game to watch. Yeah, it could be a very be- fun game, especially Wolves at home. They they have tended to go after games, so I think it'll be pretty open. And the- Liver- Liverpool's pretty ruthless, and I think on the break we'll just, you know, do them in. And they got some great fans at home, too. Yeah. Their home games, a, that's yeah. a jump and join. They have a lot of fun. All right, so we're going to have ourselves a very busy Sunday, um, but we're going to open up the uh, game with the back-to-basics Burnley uh, facing a recently defeated Gunners, but I see the Gunners getting it right at home, winning 3-1. to one. I've got 3-1 as well. Very good. I had and we'll all, have most of our defense back. I had you all flustered there. No, you didn't have me flustered defeat. again. What it was is it's starting to get raw with you rubbing it in so hard. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's just, just giving back what you gave to me there, gangster. Um, <laughs> so midday, I hope you have multiple TVs and multiple iPads to watch. Six games going off at once. Uh, Cherries at home to Brighton. I'll take a 2-2 two to two draw in what's going to be a really lively match. I've got a 2-1 Bournemouth win, uh, bouncing back from their defeat this past weekend. Um, it's at the Vitality. And it's at perfe- home. Vitality, yeah. it's perfectly logical. I just think Brighton's on better form and it's than, not than the Cherries are. true derby, so I don't know how crazy the fans will get and stuff, but yeah. it's the closest thing that Brighton really have to a derby. So yeah. they're, I think, going to be up for it and give it a spirited go. Um, but Bournemouth at home against teams around them and below them are just good. Um, so I've got a two one uh two one win. That's one that's one of the two I'll be bouncing back forth between. I got two two. Um and uh so next up Fox's head to Chelsea. Give me two nil to Chelsea and a quick easy one. Same thing. Um in the game that nobody will be watching, Southampton are away to Huddersfield. <laughs> you couldn't get a more crit uh crit. I uh, yeah. I was deciding between shit and crap. Yeah. Um uh game than this. New Ugh. new manager bump continues. Huddersfield are in trouble. I got 2-0 to the Saints. Yeah, so do I because Huddersfield are a joke. Palace. Oh, Palace. Somebody's going to get a whoop in. <laughs> Give me five nil to City. <laughs> I've got four nil. <laughs> um, Fulham head to Newcastle. I don't know why I have trust in Fulham. Apparently, I don't like myself and I hate myself. But I'm going to go ahead and go Fulham two to one to win for the away side. I've got Newcastle two one, uh, and because basically of Salomon Rondon. And don't worry, you're going to catch me in game because I'm going to get this one wrong. For some reason, I keep thinking Fulham is better, are better than they are. You're going to get the Cherries and Brighton wrong, too. Um, and then the last one of the midday games, this ought to be a great game, Sam. Yeah, very excited a, to watch this a one. A lesser-known London derby, but we have Watford um, hosting um, – Watford heading to West Ham – and I'm going to go with a high-scoring 3-3 draw. I see goals I've score got a, in this I've one. I've got a 2-2 draw um, yeah. for the same thing. They're just – now, really, if I really wanted to be a bet man, I would probably give West Ham the win um, if I wanted to be brave because Fabianski has been good in the last couple of games. And West Ham's been incredible. Right. But I'm – Watford's playing I'm with I'm trying confidence. to bet a little bit more safe – 
you know, with it. And Watford's playing with confidence despite them being away from home. Uh, I think it's a 2-2 draw. I don't think you could put two more alike sides yeah, on a pitch together. against each other. Yeah, for sure. These are exactly alike sides. Exactly. Um, final game of Saturday um, gives us all a reason to go out and get our last-minute holiday shopping done. As Man U goes away to Cardiff, I see 2-1 to United in a game that nobody's going to want I've to watch. This, I've got the same exact score and for the same exact reason, and I probably won't be watching it. <clears throat> I, I, I guarantee you I won't be. I'll we find something else to do. Yeah. Um, It'll be on in the background, but I won't be paying attention. Yeah, neither one of us owns enough, you know, smart devices to do our NPC gold for all the games. So we never watch everything. We do a lot of the highlights yeah. uh, for stuff. Bounce um, around, too. Every every yeah, time I see, see a goal, I immediately bounce over to that on gold on. and yeah. see it. Yeah. But they, uh, I do want to give a quick shout-out at Brighton mm-hmm. uh, uh, the other day. Um, as I was watching the highlights – uh, right after Brighton scored their goal uh, against Chelsea, mm-hmm. as they panned to the camera that was higher up, like the tactical cam mm-hmm. on the pitch, a seagull flew by. <laughs> it made my, perfect. It made my heart warm. Aw, Sammy's heart's warm. I know. And as I was physically being warmed by the, the sweet touch of a very nice masseuse. Oh, wasn't that lovely? <laughs> Pansy. Um, so our last game. Uh, Sometimes su- I like giving you fastballs right down the middle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sunday has only one game to uh, close out the week where my Toffees play host to the Spurs. Um, I've had this one marked on the calendar for a while. Um, I think in front of the Goodest and Faithful, two to win over a top six time. Two to t- win? Two, two to one. Two to one for a win for Everton for the first time over a top six top top six side Jeez. in the last uh, season and Chisin a half. all over himself with you this. Know? <laughs> I, 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 it's it's not, nothing against Spurs. I think Spurs are you know they're they're a perfectly good team. I think they're shit. I think I think this is this is a game. <laughs> if if Everton's going to get one against a top six side, this is the one to get. Yeah. And I think this is the one they get. Yeah. Um. I have the exact same scoreline, two one, uh, to you all. Yeah, I'd for say, sure. I think I think that's exactly what happens. I think Yeri Mina might be uh, getting sent off, going against Harry Kane all day too. So in this week of, we're getting too old for this shit. You know who's not getting too old for this shit? Yours truly. The boys were going to be a little light, so somebody dusted off the old cleats and the gloves and hopped in the net to carry Drunkard United to victory. Really? Beautiful three to one victory. I mean three nothing victory. <laughs> three nothing victory. Right. You know why I didn't get that right? I got that shutout because I'm we didn't an amazing. Play. I'm an amazing goalkeeper. The other team didn't show up again. Details we do not need to be bothered with. I got a three nothing shutout. That is what we need to and be. And a little look on. behind the curtain. Uh, he decided to lead us into DU this week, and he says, come up with something witty. I am witty. I don't need the encouragement. Stop f***ing encouraging yourself. <laughs> because you typically, off. I normally write in Sam to lead us into DUFC recap, come up with something witty, because the first couple of times we had Sam lead us into it, I Sam forgot went, we were doing it. We drink during the show, and so by, and I don't look at the running order while we're doing it, so by the time I got there, I forgot we were doing it. All the people need to know, three nothing shutout, carried on the back of... Of somebody that sat in your, the middle of midfield your, and conversed with the ref for your a while. Returning champion, because we didn't play. Your returning champion, your former captain, the man you all idolize, Samuel Houston, 
took you to the promised land with a 3-0 shutout. And I thank will... you for joining us this evening. On <laughs> you're, you're welcome. You're welcome. Sammy, with that, any parting words? I do have some parting words. Uh, real quick, um, because we shouted out UMD uh, mm-hmm. last week, I feel like it's necessary that we shout out Christos uh, Football Club. Uh, won the Maryland Majors uh, Soccer League. Good on you, lads. Yeah, very high-level amateur team. Uh, they Last year, if you remember correctly, and some of you listening might know, that they played a game against D.C. United uh, in the U.S. Open Cup uh, last year. Men in Blazers got behind them and made them their um, official beer league team. Scott Van Pelt hyped them up on uh, ESPN, on ESPN Midnight, yeah. and it was fantastic. Yeah, they had a couple uh, Sirius XM FC uh, channel on Sirius XM, a proper radio station. Um, a few of their shows uh, featured them as well in their run. One of those being the United States of Soccer, uh, which happened to start as a podcast. Um, and if anyone from SiriusXM is listening, we'd like to get paid for this at some point, too. So, and we have established we are whores. Yep. Uh, at DU Football Show on social media and DU Football Show at gmail.com. Hint, hint. <laughs> um, but they also, the other reason that we love them is they have a couple of DU players, Drunkard United players, that is, uh, on their squad. in Josh and my brother, Brian who did play together in high school and won a state championship with Bowie High. That's right, boys. Very good. Well, uh, for Sam Graham, this is Sam Houston. Quick programming note, boys and girls. Um, We're going to do our show on Sunday, so we're up on Monday before Christmas, so you don't have to worry about uh, listening to us on Christmas Day. We'll be up the day before. Um, And we have a special surprise to announce. Ah, very good. Alrighty, kids. We'll uh, talk to you next week. Have a great night. Have a good night. Sip on the indulgence. (laughs) (laughs) Sip on indulgence? Is that what you said? Alice. Alice.